Ladies and gentlemen, this is Scott Hines, and you are tuned in to Undergroundopolis with Rob Lyon. Dig it, my babies! Why not? <laughs> Got the prettiest lip smacking sound, I tell you. Don't look at me while I'm eating. <laughs> Glad I don't have a banana. Be a little weird. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Undergroundopolis, guys. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Death Mountain Spiders, Evansville, Indiana, baby. Your job in the band, Richard, is uh, lead singer and bass. We also have your driver sings, Greg sings. Greg. Yep. <laughs> Which is unusual, especially for a punk band. <laughs> he sings yeah. a lot. Jake. Uh no, not really much vocals. I mean, you know, a little bit of the background, but just mainly. Lots of lip smacking. That's enough. A bunch of lip smacking and playing guitar. <laughs> so how did Death Mountain Spiders come together? Uh, 2018, a buddy of ours, Ron Latham, and I started playing some music together, and um, it just kind of evolved. We went through a couple people, guitarists, a couple different drummers, and we landed where we're at now. Best drummer in the game, best guitarist in the the game, and I'm here. (laughs) So... Tell me, who was it? Who was it that really, like, for yourself, Richard? Uh, who, who else was it? Who was it that you saw as like, who was who's the musicians like, or you said, I want to do that? Brad Knoll, Sublime. Huh? I was like, okay, I want to fucking rock and roll like that motherfucker. But that's not that's not nothing like I do. I just you know what I mean. <laughs> so I'd have to say that my influence musically, not inspirationally. Would be more like, you know, your misfits and your garage punk bands, you know, Ramones, real simple three, four chord, you know, straight forward to the point and getting in your face. I can't play a whole lot of notes and do a whole lot of fancy, fancy stuff. If I could, (laughs) my band would be like, we'd sound like Sublime. (laughs) Greg? Oh. 
Lots of stuff. Uh, primarily Met Metallica, I guess, would be the first band when oh, I was little. Oh, God. Yeah, well, you can suck it. Fuck uh, hey. You know, that was that was a changing point for me when I was a little. And uh, eventually evolved in more punk. Uh, Bad Religion is definitely a top for me, Pennywise. Let me some lag wagon. Stuff like Jake? that. Um. I was introduced to music at a great age. I used to watch my brother do uh, sit-ups to the Black Album. Like he would just, you know, do as many as he could, and uh, that was that always like rang, you know, top notch to me. And then Kurt Hammond's guitar solos. I mean, come on, you know. Uh, and then I got into heavier, you know, uh, real more progressive death metal type stuff, but couldn't play it well on guitar. You know what I mean? So I was at this like crossroads of what do you want to do because you can't play death metal you know <clears throat> but you can play regular guitar so it's like you know i started venturing out and liking some some more normal music and it hasn't done me any wrong i i called you a horror punk band is that a correct assessment would you think of it? high energy rock and roll is what we call ourselves yeah. but mean, there's horror element into it, you know? the aesthetic is definitely horror punk black and white and, you know but I like to think for the most part, most of our songs are pretty poppy, upbeat, I should say, not poppy. Lyrically, anyway, you know, it's not like it's doom and gloom. A lot of love songs, really, for the ladies. You know, feed me nicotine. That's definitely a love song. <laughs> Which is my favorite song. How about love for cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, that song stems from uh, middle school. When I was in middle school, I went to this, this place called Tompkins Middle School. And like a, a block away from the school, whenever we'd walk, there was these apartment buildings. And these apartment buildings had like a um, a closed off area where, there, where the garbage dumpsters were. And that's where we would all smoke cigarettes before school is back here by the dumpsters and shit. So Cancer Corner is that's that's the name of that place. So yeah, all all those songs, all those songs that I wrote, like are pretty much like I like guess my life. Like some of them are actual conversations that I've had and you know, just word for word conversations that I've had and things like that. What what is your creative process like? Music first, always. We always come up with some kind of cool riff, some kind of cool sound. And then if I can, um, you know, I, what I like to do is have everybody in the room playing like at a rehearsal or practice and then just kind of come up with a couple words. And then I'll go off of that. I really hate to like write something and then try to match music to it. You know what I mean? I'd rather have the music already first. And that way I could be like, well, you know, this kind of sparked my interest or what was going on at the time, what conversation did we have, like, right then, like, you know, right before we started playing, sometimes that's involved. Usually the music first, and then the vocals kind of mold the songs. So yeah, always always music do, first. Yeah. Or we'll record practices or something like that, and then I'll listen back to it and be like, oh, and, you know, I kind of catch an idea, and 
some songs some songs come out real fast and right. some of them right. you know we've worked on for a little while we'll jam for like 20 minutes straight yeah the then same the next time we'll, we won't remember exactly what we did <clears throat> not do it again <laughs> yeah we've lost a lot of songs to the ether mm -hmm. <laughs> completely take the song and slow it down and make it a total different sounding song that's what we yeah. like to do too right. make it a, a, a jazz or a poppy you know we like to do that a lot yeah it's just some weird you know it's like hey i like to think if if people seen us practice they would be like who the fuck is that like that's not even the same band i just saw live you know what i mean where all have you played at, the, at this point uh here in town uh there's a couple bars a dive bar that we really like tj's uh bokeh lounge um shelter houses people rent out shelter houses we've done house parties uh, and then down there in Louisville, we play in Louisville a lot. Uh, I'd say probably more than probably up here, probably right. more than up here. Uh, we do Louisville a lot. We're all over 21st Amendment Tavern mostly. Uh, we've done Brewskis. We've done where else? We were scheduled to do Magbar right before all this shit hit. So we'll probably go back there. March, we're going up to Indy and Melody Inn for Punk Rock Night, March 20th. That'll be live streamed too. That's big there. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Stuff there, man. Melody in. <laughs> well, do you have a do you have a favorite show you played? Mm. I love this Probably question. First, uh, first Mount Carmel show. Yeah, first Mount Carmel show. Yeah, it was pretty fun because it was inspirational. Yeah. Music, you know. Yeah, it was actually. Do you remember that, Jake? Yeah, yeah, definitely was a an all around experience. You know, from the kids dancing, man, that was the main, that was the main take home when kids right. yeah. get dancing and moving and stuff, you know, and then we had a problem with somebody and then a song became of it, which is, you know, that's what you want. You want to take those bad emotions and to put them into a song, you know, yeah. nobody got hit in the mouth. Nobody got, it wasn't punk rock night where, you know, everybody was kicking everybody and we beat up this guy up. We didn't, we chose to take a, a different path and the song came out of it and the kid, you know, knowing that if we would have messed that up that night up, you know, and, you know, either got in a fight with that guy or got kicked out of there. Right. And not get to play that show. But us choosing the other path and playing the show and watching those kids, it, it just hit. And then for a song to become out of it, you know, it's like right. the best experience. Not only that, but we played even harder that night too. We yeah. Played, we, we, yeah. We killed it that night. Yeah. We had a little bit of anger behind <laughs> us. Well, well, what song came out of it? Radio uh, Silence. Yeah, Radio Silence. Is that Radio Silence? Because I love Radio Silence. The whole album came from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the story goes like this. Um, the guy that runs the venue up there was a little drinky. And uh, I guess he, you know, had one too many or whatever. And we weren't setting up fast enough for him. I mean, we were on stage, like, hooking all our gear up, you know, getting ready to roll. And he's out in the fucking... Blah, blah, blah. Where's where, where, 10 minutes of radio silence? You all need to be playing this dead air and all this shit, you know? And uh, we're like, hey, man, you know, we're doing what we can, you know? And he gets up on stage and he gets in Greg's face and, like, you know, like, really, like, in his face and, like, yelling at him and shit. And uh, I thought Jake was going to fucking pit bull him right there, but we kind of, <laughs> we kind of, you know, Hey, man, back up. You know, I told him, fuck, go sit down. I said, go sit down and enjoy the show, man. You know, you're going to, we're getting ready to play. Everything's going to be cool. So he went and he stood right in front of me and kind of fucking stood there and, you know, mean mugged me and shit. And I said, that's cool, man. I love that energy. You know, fucking bring it to me. So we got ready to rock and roll, man. And, and we just 
fucking rocked hard. And then after that, he was like, oh, you know, you guys are great. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And he apologized and shit eventually and everything. But uh, him up there bitching and hooting and hollering about radio silence kind of the name, yeah, just drive the name and it got my wheels thinking. And then I come up with a bunch of like different metaphors, like you know, uh, got to strike while the iron is hot, and you know, just shit like that. Early bird gets the worm and shit. And just I just come up with a bunch of different metaphors and strung them all together. And that's how that song came about. Well, but it's pretty good. Probably danger, radio silence, and, and feed me nicotine are probably my, my go to's <laughs> when I'm. Yeah. Which I do. I do listen to your Spotify quite a bit. Mike well, Siegel, Facebook viewer, says you guys played Metal Fest 9. Yes, they did. Yes, yep. <laughs> oh, hey, he'll he'll be happy to hear that uh, we're uh, recording right now. The uh, logo that you have on behind you has got that Dirty Dog emblem in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that Dirty Dog is a production company that we're working with right now to produce this album. Basically, what we're doing is... Uh, redoing all the since we've reformed as a band the songs sound a little bit different so we're going to re-record all those all of radio silence we've added a couple songs to it and then we're also uh recording all of our covers so we'll wow. have a recording we'll have a recording of hurt out there and you know a couple others i'm not gonna say some of them we haven't done yet and we haven't like shown everybody so but subliminal hurt We'll be we'll be we'll be playing those, or we'll have recordings of those. That's awesome. We'll just post them to YouTube. We're not gonna sell those. Ah, <laughs> but we are gonna reissue Radio Silence better, better sounding, better quality, and with right a couple on. more songs on it. Back to this story after our sponsor story. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get back to it. Do you have a least favorite show? Least favorite. There's a lot of them. <laughs> They're always. Yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and go on that. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Our, our last show, uh, you know, in retrospect, was probably my least favorite because I took a break from the band. Um, you know, eight months, maybe a year, and then that was the first show, and it was you know after COVID, this, that, and the other. So you've got that kind of pressure and then just playing you know nothing was wrong you know and i I didn't have like an off day i wasn't feeling any kind of way everything was fine i just i played like shit and that that happens to people you know sometimes you catch a person you you hear their best concert and sometimes you don't you know and that's Mm -hmm. that that's more focused on me and what i've got to do you know in the here and there you know off work and stuff is play the fucking guitar you know to be in a band you have to play the guitar too so um it was just it was just that issue it wasn't my own rig but you know somebody fortunately let me use their rig and so shout out to Mux Vultures yeah yeah great band homeboys (laughs) do you prefer the studio or the stage stage Stage. 100 (laughs) yeah and why it's more fun man yeah the energy and the energy you can feed off the people's reactions you get a little loose, crack yeah. a couple jokes. Yeah, and you're you're not under a microscope, you know. With the studio, yeah. everything you do, whether you know you like it or just kind of pass it, just to pass it and say, "Ah, it'll be all right." That'll always, you know, when you put on that record, it's gonna be there. It's gonna be yeah. There. And then it eats at you, and you're like, "Fuck! I should have redone this. I should have redone that." 
Yeah, and that's, that's another that's another reason that we're redoing this album. The first time around, I think we did it pretty fast. Yeah. Like we recorded that whole album in like maybe six hours. We wanted to get something out fast. We want it, it, it. Yeah, that was it. And we were just anxious, and we were like, "Oh, we can do it. We can do it." And we did it, but it didn't yield the best results. All right. The recording process was good, man. It was just us rushing, trying to get something out. Yeah. Been there. That's what it was. All right. This time we're gonna take our time and do it right. Right. Cause I feel like, I feel like, uh, the, 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 the out, the radio silence album that's on Spotify now, which I'll keep it on there. I'm not going to change it or nothing, but we'll do this next one and I'll call it radio silence. It'll just be transmuted. It'll be, you know, just a different, all the songs will sound the way we think they should sound. I don't think that's a, a good representation of, uh, of our sound on that particular album, those recordings anyway. Well, what 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 would be what's your favorite song Death Death Mountain Spiders song to play? My favorite song to play is probably Death Card. I really like Death Card a lot right now. You ask me a week, I'll tell you something different. But yeah, right, yeah. It, right it, now I'm gonna say Death Card. I really like that song. About you, Greg. Uh, my favorite right now is a new one, Killing Machine. Killing Machine's great. I really like that one. It's Jake. Fast, it's fun. Uh, those are all cool. Um, yeah, I like Danger. You know, Danger's evolved from really day one. It just keeps on evolving, you know, and I yeah. have to do guitar parts in the studio and I've got some stuff for it. So, and it's, it's, yeah, got that, you know, it's got that triple in there. So it's like three songs and, you know, nothing's too fast, but nothing's too slow. It's just, it's right up my alley. Danger. Yeah. yeah. If, yes, sir. If you could take Death Mountain Spiders and open for anybody. Open for anybody? Yes. I'm I mean, open for Lamb of God. That's who I'm open for. <laughs> who's like the fucking biggest shit right now? Ariana Grande? Who's, who's, who's super fucking huge? Anybody who's super fucking huge that's going to have like hundreds and thousands of fucking people at their show, that's who I want. I want to fucking, I want to get our, our music to as many ears as possible. AC Who? They just had a number one something, didn't they? Again. Who? DC. Yeah. Yeah, I'd open for ACDC. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hate their fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> it it makes me mad that they're still making music. I know. It does. Other, it know, does. To, to each their own, man. I mean, you know. Fuck. We, <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Uh, and we was talking about tribute bands. Is like, could you imagine how hard it would be to be in an ACDC tribute band? Because every song sound they've been making the same album for the last forty years. Yeah, every, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. and so yeah, every exactly. song is so similar, but it's different. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> could you imagine trying to remember those songs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, does, that doesn't do that. This song it does that in Livewire. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Transition to a different song. Yeah, it's kick snare snare, not kick kick snare. <laughs> Yeah, every drum beat's the same. That's a terrible band. I'm doing Thunderstroke. If I'm that cover band, I'm doing Thunderstroke and taking a shot every time. You know, like when you're supposed, yeah. supposed to. And then, then maybe it'll be fucking fun. But until then. <laughs> you end up like Bond Scott there, buddy. I still love ACDC. I can't help it. I, I, I probably always will. <laughs> hey, man, old school rockers, dude, are diehards. And that's great. Do it to it. Yeah, and I mean fundamental elements. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean shit. You, you wouldn't have anything that you have now without 
fucking right. kiss and those bullshit bands. Right. <laughs> What would be one message you would give to your fans? Come see us play, man. Definitely. Us. Bring your friends. Yeah. Bring your learn. nannies and your pappies. Help us out. Bring your kids. Bring your dog. Your dog loves Death Mountain Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the dog. The dog does. Dude. <laughs> Do you have a, a useless talent? No, uh, I can hula hoop real fucking good, man. <laughs> I'm like, like six, seven minutes, like straight. <laughs> Pretty sexy too. <laughs> so, when when is the? What do you think the the, the projected release of the of the follow up album will be? Mm. Probably closer to summer. Yeah, I'd say close to three months, couple months. And you're still calling it Radio Silence. Re- Radio Silence transmuted. Transmuted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Changed, <laughs> reformed. Right. That's the first time. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say. Yeah. We just talked about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake, Jake hasn't heard this idea yet. Right. All right, man. Whatever you want to call it, just. just yeah. For <laughs> before we wrap this up, I always ask my guests to tell us tell their favorite bad joke. So I know one of you's got a horrible joke that you'd love to share. Here, I got a joke. All right, so there's this uh, there's this chick, and she goes to her gynecologist, and she's like, "Man, I got all these stamps from uh, from the Columbia all up in my vagina. What, what's going on here?" And she says, "No, those are the stickers from bananas." That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.